Allegiance Music Ministries presents Everyone Has a Story. Everyone has a song. God is faithful through the good and the bad, and through it all we can praise Him. Through it all, it's time to sing. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Time to Sing show, our podcast here. It's been a few weeks since we've posted, maybe about a month. Uh, we've been really, really busy, but we've got some video podcasts uh, for our YouTube channel already in the can, and we'll transfer the audio to here as well on iTunes, SoundCloud, once we get that all together. But we've been so busy, we wanted to give all the shows the attention they deserve. So we've been in the studio a lot. Our record company was kind enough to allow us to take Corey's vocal and put it on our Time to Sing record. So we've re-recorded the tenor vocals for that and a couple of lead vocals as well and replaced vocals on that project. So that will be done relatively soon. We also have another brand new record that we'll tell you about next week. Uh, some big news coming with that. Um, trying to get all this stuff done. And then a third project that we've been working on that we should have the tracks back really soon. So all of these we're very excited about. A lot going on with Allegiance Trio and what we're doing. Uh, for all the latest information, make sure you guys find us on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We're all over those platforms. All kinds of great uh, content. And, and Instagram is something we're focusing on a lot as well. Uh, you can reach us through direct message, messaging us on any of those platforms as well as through our website, AllegianceTrio.com. Uh, but we wanted to put an audio podcast together today and talk about some things that are that have come up uh, recently. And one of those, uh, not just our recordings and that kind of thing, but uh, a legend in gospel music has passed away. And we wanted to just take a few minutes and reminisce about the times that we were able and blessed to be around this gentleman, and we're talking about Mr. Ben Spear, who passed away early on the morning of April 7th, 2017, uh, early morning hours. His wife reported it to the Singing News magazine that put it on singingnews.com. So we wanted to reminisce a little bit about that. I'm going to let Casey tell you a little bit about his experience with him first, because honestly, we're driving, I'm navigating traffic. So in order to stay safe, I'm going to let him kick things off here about Mr. Ben Spear. Um, we appreciate that, Jake, <laughs> keeping us safe as we travel here. Hey, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and for listening and uh, for, for being a part of these podcasts. Uh, ben Spear, uh, what do you say about a, a man like this? From the legendary Spear family, the first time that I ever met Mr. Spear, I was probably 16 years old, and I grew up in a home that uh, was a Christian home. I was saved at an early age, and we were raised on good gospel music. And I remember when I uh, started getting an allowance as a child, the first thing that I bought for myself was a cassette tape uh, that had groups on it like The Cathedrals, Heavenbound, The Seagull Brothers and Naomi. And the Spear family. Great groups. Great groups. And, uh, I, you know, I'd grown up on gospel music. We had a record player in the house, and we listened uh, we listened to, to, to gospel music. And, of course, on Sunday mornings on the way to church, uh, that's all that was playing in the car. And uh, just a joy to grow up that way and, uh, and, and fall in, in love with this music at such an early age. But the first cassette tape that I ever purchased for myself had those groups that I just mentioned a moment ago. And I was just, I mean, it was just taken with it. And uh, I remember uh, the, 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 the 
cassette came on with the cathedral singing a song called Blood Wash Band, and Heavenbound came on singing Canaan Land is Just in Sight, and uh, the Spear family came on, uh, and, and they were singing a song says, Now I know that he is mine, and I'm his forever. Uh, then they had another cut on there too that uh, Mr. Ben Spare sang, I'm forgiven, uh, they're forgotten for good. And uh, of course the Seagull Brothers and Naomi, of course I had the opportunity to sing with Miss Naomi years later and uh, they were on there as well singing their version of The Lighthouse. And uh, I, I listened to that cassette tape, I know, 10 times a day. And uh, I absolutely loved gospel music at an early age and I loved the Spear family. And so when I was about 16 years old, uh, my birthday present that year, while other kids were hoping to get a car and hoping to get, you know, this, that, and the other, and nice, fancy new clothes and all this stuff, not me. I wanted to go to the gospel concert, and my parents got tickets for us, and we got front row seats to go to Belleville, Illinois, to see Greater Vision, the Spear family, and the cathedrals. And I will never, ever forget that night. Um, I was sharing on an earlier broadcast that uh, I remember uh, Gerald Wolf that night. Greater Vision was up first, and, and, and they brought Brock Spear out to sing, and Ben Spear came out and sat down and played the piano for him. They did some old quartet stuff out of the Redback book with some shape notes singing and stuff, and I just loved it. And, of course, the cathedrals were great as always and loved the Spear family. And I remember getting to meet uh, those guys back then and how kind uh, Ben and Brock and the Spear sisters and all were and it's left an impression on me and, and that I'll have a, a great memory all of my life and then I remember when I was blessed about 23 years old I was blessed to get to sing uh, with sister Naomi and the Seagos and uh, being in that circle we did some of the Gaither homecoming stuff and I got to be around Ben Spear uh, as he was the music director at that time and always so kind and so encouraging and uh, then I'll, I'll never forget one year probably one of my favorite memories uh, we were at the Stamps Baxter School of Music there in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, that Ben Spear head up for years, and uh, his family is still very, very actively involved in all of that. And uh, we, we went one year because we were looking for a singer. This is while I was with Miss Naomi, and uh, they said, "Hey, why don't you come by the school and uh, hang out for a couple of days and let us uh, show you some of the kids and listen to them sing and see if you could find you somebody that, that you're looking for." Well, while we were there during a performance training class one day. They asked if, if Naomi and I would get up and sing. And uh, one of her former members was there that day, uh, just doing some pictures and some PR work and things like that. And so uh, he got up and sang with us. And uh, so it was great. And I will never forget when we finished, uh, Ben coming to the stage, talking about Miss Naomi, and talking about the years that the Spear family and the Sego family worked together. And uh, then we went and had lunch together, and it was just a joyous time. And Ben was so uh, kind to me as kind of a, a new person in gospel music and somebody who was part of this legendary Seagull group. Ben was so complimentary and he was so encouraging and so kind and I will never ever forget that day. And uh, so when we heard of his passing, uh, we, we just, we've been in prayer for the family and asking that you guys do the same. Uh, but we just wanted to share from our hearts today uh, just, just how much Ben has meant to us and uh, his ministry and, and uh, his knowledge of, of gospel music and and, and being such an encourager, how it's blessed us over the years. And so I'm very thankful uh, to not only have grown up on, on the music of the Spear family, uh, but to have been able to be around Ben and, and be able to be touched. Uh, his life has definitely touched mine, and I am thankful to the Lord for that. Awesome story.
Casey, and uh, I'm going to try to drive here and tell my story while paying attention to the road and the trucks and everything else. But Casey was talking about the Stamps Baxter School of Music, and I was blessed to go there um, and spend a couple of weeks down at the school. Um, I was just out of college at the time. I was a young, um, I graduated early. I graduated when I was 16 years old from high school. And so I was still pretty young, um, getting through with college and had studied music and choir and, and other things, uh, music production and that kind of thing in college and wanted to get into gospel music a little more seriously. And so my dad suggested going to Stamps Baxter School of Music, something he had always wanted to do as a kid, never had the opportunity. So my parents uh, made it so I could go there. I stayed with a cousin. And in the 80s, my another cousin had actually played bass guitar for the Spear family, had traveled with them for a while on two separate occasions, and thought the world of them had some really great stories uh, about Ben and the family and just uh, entertained me for hours with stories about the road with the Spear family. And so we had a connection there anyway, and I was blessed to go to the school that summer. And it was held at Belmont University at the time, which I loved, beautiful campus there in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, and went to the Stamps Baxter School of Music and learned a lot. Like I said, I'd studied music in college at that point and had been around music my whole life. And my instructor, Jack Clark, made music theory so relatable in about a week that it made sense to me more than almost two years of music theory in college. And it just made it, made it so I could apply it very, very easily. And I loved my time there. It was a privilege to get to sit a couple of days with Mr. Ben at lunch in the cafeteria because they were there. And it was neat to watch him pull people in from the different facets of gospel music to try to sow into the lives of these young people, one of whom was me. And it was neat to watch. The Gaither Vocal Band came and performed that night. In fact, if you go to Mark Lowry's YouTube page, you can see some footage from that time. There I am, right in the second row, soaking it all in. It was a great, great time. And those were the kind of environments that Ben Spear liked to foster within the school, and really with everything he did, a real learning and encouraging environment. Um, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to our family. And to see, there are still tons of people that I see all the time in gospel music that I met at Stamps Baxter School of Music. So really, really neat, really interesting. And we were sad to hear of his passing. Of course, we know that we'll have the opportunity to see our brothers and sisters in Christ beyond this world, but it doesn't necessarily make it easy on the family when they pass. So please remember his family, the Spear family, his wife, uh, with his passing. Now, he was a legend in gospel music, a pillar, an encourager, and one of the true pioneers of what we do to try to keep the music going. And we just pray that there are people that will come up behind him and hold that banner high in this music that we love so much. So please remember the family of prayer. Remember us as we continue to travel. Uh, thank you for listening. Be watching next week. We're going to have more consistent content both here on iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as our YouTube channel. And don't forget the other platforms as well, the social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and of course, Facebook. 
we'll try to keep things a lot more updated. Uh, we have a lot of big stuff coming. We have some recording projects. We also are going on the Music City Show cruise again next year. We'd love to have you go with us. So please keep tuning in to the Time to Sing show here from Allegiance Trio. We love you guys. God bless you. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Let us drink all the people.